0: Alright, so you've been tracking every purchase and now it's time to do the B thing and set up that budget on today's episode of Brandon Talks Stuff. Welcome. uh, Welcome back. Welcome if you're new. Uh, Now I'm just going to jump right into it. In the previous episode, I talked about tracking every purchase, and and trying to get your finances under control, today we're going to take that tracking and go a bit further with it and create a budget and try to get something that tells your money where it's going and what it should be used for. There are tons of ways to create a budget and, and get control over your money, but When it comes down to it, you need to select the option that's best for you and fits your personality. So like to give you an example, for me, I personally love an extremely hands-on approach. I track every penny. I like to get a constant daily detailed overview of my financial situation, my net worth, and where I stand in this path on my way to my goals. My wife, on the other hand, she's more laid back yet money conscious, so she just prefers... To have a set percentage to spend on certain things and she carries around cash so she doesn't have to monitor her debit card swipes throughout the month so let's just go over a couple different techniques and tactics to help decide what's right for you and i'm sure you've read about all kinds of methods and things to how to create a budget. And in this podcast, I'm only going to present two ways. And these are really geared towards the beginner budgeters. Um, One kind of builds on another. So once you've passed step one of tracking your money and where it's going, I recommend that you do this for at least one month, if not closer to two, um, to see where your money is going. You can then dive into these steps that I'm about to present. Now I realize there like I said there's many detailed ways and different ways of doing this but at the end of the day we just want to see results because without results you you're going to give up on the journey of getting your money money under control. So let's just jump right into the first of the two budgeting systems that I'm going to present today and that is the cash only budget system you see study after study proves that you spend more when you're using plastic versus cash so this really is as simple as it sounds simply pay for everything in cash Um, this system is great for anyone that really gets surprised at how big their credit card bill is month after month or if you find yourself paying overdraft fees or I mean if, if you just feel like you don't have enough money at the end of the month Um, swiping a card takes your spending out of sight out of mind and it makes it incredibly easy to forget uh, what you've purchased and how much you've spent by the end of your billing cycle date so armed with your knowledge from taking the first step and tracking everything you can begin to sit down and add up your monthly income and subtract your fixed costs like your rent your mortgage your utilities, cell phone bills, any loans that you may have, subscriptions like Netflix that come in, what you have left is your spending cash for the month. And when you're out of cash, no more spending. It's, it really is that simple. Uh, a helpful tip when doing this is to take the amount that you have left over your, after your fixed expenses and divide that number into the weeks of the month. So generally, it's gonna be four. You see, I would hate for you to have a load of cash or in your wallet or purse and blow it all in the first weekend and then you have to rely on your cards and you'll never get out of the cycle. So hopefully tracking has led you to see how easily you are spending on mindless purchases and now with this cash only budget system, seeing the money in front of you and physically handing it over will hopefully make you rethink what you want versus what you really need and so that the, the first system is really simple we'll just go over a um uh the cash only checklist some things i recommend so check check in frequently on how much cash is left for the month and because you don't want to find yourself running short and and like i said blowing it all in the first half of the month Leave a bit of a buffer, especially if it's your first run at this. Start with like a $100 or $200 buffer to help if an unexpected expense hits in the middle of the month, something that you may not have been tracking for quite yet or have seen in your tracking. And then, uh, like I said, divide the money you have left over from your income minus those fixed expenses by the number of weeks in the month. That way, you don't have a ton of cash that you'll blow through or susceptible to robbery or being stolen or anything like that. And at the end of it, if you have any remaining cash, that's great. Simply roll it over to the next month, put it in a savings account, or if you do have debt, use that to pay down your debts faster. And that's it for the the first system. Let's get into the second system which is going to be like the cash-only system, just on steroids, and that's called the envelope system. So while the previous strategy allows for more free spending and you can purchase whatever you want and you're only really locked down once your money is completely gone, this envelope system divides your cash up and tells you how much you can spend within certain categories. So to get started, all you have to do is take look at all your tracking that you've done um, over the previous month, look at all your purchases and begin to group them in a way that makes sense to you. And this is the method that my wife and I use. And to give you an example, we have 15 to 18 different envelopes that are in um, higher level groups. So we have like our top level groups are savings, housing, transportation, food, and lifestyle. And within those, we have various envelopes that go to different things. So like for our savings, we have three different savings accounts. We have a emergency fund savings account, a travel savings account, and our car replacement savings account. Within our housing, we have rent, PG;E, Comcast, phone, and various household items like light bulbs, toilet paper, detergent, and things like that. Um, within our transportation, we have fuel, Uh, AAA membership, car maintenance like batteries, alternator starter, whatever, car registration, and insurance under our food. We split that up into groceries and restaurants. You probably could just combine that into one. And then our lifestyle is broken up into various envelopes as well where we set aside money for our dog, pet care, dog food, vet, um, grooming. We have subscriptions like Amazon, Audible, Netflix, all of that kind of stuff. We have an entertainment. So if we go out and do things with friends, go to the movies, bowling or anything like that, our gym membership, education, whether it's to go to school or buy books, beauty and skincare because Anna's really into makeup and things like that. And then we have a gifts envelope because we know Christmas is coming and we then end it all with just kind of a catch-all miscellaneous that we put I think like 50 bucks in every month that kind of if we come up on things that we weren't expecting we can withdraw from there and I get it like you may be thinking holy fuck this is over the top I get this from a lot of family and friends but we've been tracking our purchases for the last couple years now and we've found that like there are some things you find that you pay for that can just be split up monthly uh, like car registration and maintenance like it's much easier to set aside fifteen dollars a month than be surprised by a bill that comes through that's a hundred dollars or more when it's in that near future and you've got to pay for it so like a car battery you know that it's going to go bad eventually you may as well just start setting money aside uh, we're coming up on Christmas and Christmas lands on the same day every year and this usually breaks people, but we can be prepared by setting aside some money every month that by the time Christmas comes or when we got to buy the gifts, we have an account with uh, sufficient cash available to make all these gift purchases where we don't have to use a credit card. Um so So the goal of this system is to know what's coming in the future and prepare yourself for that. You never really want to borrow from one envelope to help another either. Um, Once that particular envelope is empty with cash, you're done spending within that category for the month. Uh, One of the things that we found is that we were blowing through our food money halfway through the month for a while. And we would have to take from entertainment activities to Make up for what we're spending in food. So we wouldn't be able to go do things. My wife and I, we can go on like date nights or hang out with friends because we're spending so much on eating out. But this has allowed ourselves to reevaluate off of these results. Like, do we value Taco Bell over being able to do things with friends and family? And when it's put in that perspective, it's like we can go to the grocery store and Eat a little bit cheaper, eat leftovers, and make a habit of not constantly going out to lunch or dinner. When we don't spend from a particular category, such as like gifts or our travel, the cash sits in an envelope and builds. So, for example, like if we skip on entertainment for a month or two, we get to go all out in the future on like a weekend trip to Tahoe. Or something that may cost a little bit more than what we set aside. Um, Some of these accounts, because the dollar amounts do get higher, we put them into investment vehicles, whether it's like stocks or funds. That way, we're earning some money on what's just sitting. You can look at money market accounts, but we'll get to that in future episodes. To kind of bring it back around, the the envelope system can be done both digitally and physically. My wife and I, we currently use a combination of both. Uh, The traditional envelope system, it literally is cash stuffed into envelopes. And this method, I feel is very rewarding to see because you can quickly look at the cash you have and when you see it building up, you, you see your progress and it keeps you wanting to do this more and more. The obvious downside to this method is if you have roommates with sticky fingers or, I mean, just anybody can come in and take it. Or if something happens like flood, fire, you're make sure that when you're leaving, grab that cash. Um if you're not comfortable facing these problems with physical cash, there are digital versions, software apps that cater to this style of budgeting. Like you can use Mint. My wife and I use Every Dollar. Uh, there's another one that's called Envelopes. It's just like Envelopes, but it starts with the letter M, as in Mary. Uh, most of banks even offer this service as well. But a thing to keep in mind when using these pieces of software is that it kind of goes back to the card spending it, i would not recommend using auto tracking on your purchases continue to write them down um, every time you make a purchase in that notebook and i know that it's a huge pain in the ass but but it really helps you to continue to see where your money is going. And it gives you data points to adjust your budget along the way because it's really naive to believe that your expenses are going to be the same from month to month. Like summertime, your utility bills will go up along with fuel prices when you're out doing things. And tracking will allow you to see this and account for this and update your budget envelope system amounts accordingly. You don't want to get stuck into doing the same thing every month and so you only get better at this as time goes on i recommend tracking like i said for a month if not more to really hone in on what your categories are because you don't want to set yourself up for failure it's better to ease into it and kind of nail it every month and see progress and that helps you stay on track Uh, similar to the cash uh, budget system Let's just go over a quick little checklist of what this envelope system is. So it is very similar to the cash system. It just has a lot more structure. It's just cash stuck into envelopes. Make sure you label each envelope with the specific category that it's meant to be spent on. And once you've spent all the money in that particular envelope, you're done. Please like, really try to stick to this if you set out to do it. Do not rob Peter. To PayPal, taking from one envelope to provide in another, that provides a lot of confusion, and then it then it becomes like, what's the point? And then you give up on the whole process um, altogether. I really do recommend to start with uh, physical envelopes and physical cash. Digital is nice and convenient. Um, but there is something about having the cash in hand, handing it over, seeing it build up and building that excitement and yeah, I I mean I really I really recommend the manual manual process of it all. It does make it hard though with like some things like your Netflix or anything that comes through automatic on a card and what my wife and I do to account for this is we just simply take the money out of the envelope, go deposit it in the bank after the charge goes through. And that kind of covers us for that. Uh, I really hope that you've found these systems and the information provided useful and informative. Do you guys currently use a budgeting system or envelope style app like I've talked about? And if so, like what's worked for you? What hasn't? I'd really love to hear your thoughts and opinions. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Brandon Aldred, Instagram at Brandon Aldred, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Brandon Aldred. We'll see you next week. Peace.